Welcome to the Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace, and succeed in real estate. We'll help you find that unicorn known as work-life balance and keep you laughing and learning every episode. So let's dive in. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of The Elite Life and I am your hostess, Trish, and with me, the Robin to my Batman is Kylie. Wait a minute, how do you know I'm not the Batman? Well, because you look better in the green and yellow tights. (laughs) Ooh, tights. Green is not my color. Like when you go through my closet, which you did today, there is nothing green in there. No, and you see a lot of green in mine. I yeah. love I love wearing that dark emerald green, especially this time of year. I think there's always like different colors you gravitate towards, you know. I think a lot of us women start with black, right? Everything in your closet is black. It's a go-to. Like it slims you down. It goes with everything. Every time I clean up my closet, I'm like, why, why do I need 25 black hoodies? Because you what, do. Like what is the difference between number one black hoodie and number 25 black hoodie? I don't know. Style, the <laughs> stitching, the zipper, the decals. How many times have you washed and dried it and what does it feel like inside? Yeah, it's not actually black anymore. It's like grayish. <laughs> for sure, for sure. All right, all right. So what are we talking about today? Uh, so last week you mentioned um, that one of your goals was to do your annual business audit so you could start planning um, for 2022 and do your business strategy. Um, and obviously this is a huge oversight, um, you know, area for for agents. I remember when I came in, I was just like, what? I mean, I didn't even know what my goal should be as a new agent. Um, so I was hoping that you could just kind of like walk us through what you look at when you're doing your annual review um talk about your metrics things like that and then later on in the show we can put it together and you can share with us how you use that information to plan what you're doing in your personal and your professional life for the following year I love that because what you said just resonates so much with me training new agents and having new agents coming in every month Everybody is looking for for a plan. Like, how do I make this happen? Like, I know I want to have a well-balanced life. I want to succeed in business. But what what exactly do I have to do to be successful? Right. And you, you mentioned metrics. And I've noticed some people call them KPIs, which is key performance indicators. Um, I've, I've heard them also called other things. I had a professor once that called them on... Um, uh, something else like review review metrics, but whatever. Oh, OKRs. OKRs is what he called them. Um, so they were like key responses. But whatever you want to call them, the different things have different names. But the point is, is what are the actual measurable steps that I need to take? How many of those steps do I need to take? And what is this path that you outline to get to your goal? So, you know, we're both in real estate, so we talk about real estate. But really, any sales job um, or any job in general, you have some specific things you do that when you add those things up, they equal success. So when we're talking about realtors or salespeople, um, some of the key performance indicators would be 
calls, right? How many calls are you making? Um, out of those calls, how many of them are turning into appointments? Out of those appointments, how many of those are turning into actual clients, right? Because it's just a lead until you've built that rapport, you've signed a contract, and it's become an actual client, right? right? Yeah. So how many of those appointments, those buyer's consults, which we teach people how to do, how many of those buyer's consults turned into actual clients? And then how many of those clients did you get out showing, how many of those showings did you get contracts written? How many of those contracts got accepted? And how many of those closed, right? right? So there's actually a lot of measurable things. But one thing I always like to tell everybody is control the controllables. So what are your controllables in real estate? I, I may not be able to control how many people that I get out looking, but what I can control is how many calls I make, right? I know that if I make 100 calls, I can turn that 100 calls into 90 appointments, right? Now, when you're first in the business, though, you might make 100 calls and only get two appointments. So it's really, really, really important that you use a tracker, a KPI tracker, to measure your conversion ratio and that you're actually being productive and not just busy. Because I think that's another thing that comes up a ton in my coaching calls Absolutely. and in my one-on-ones with my agents. I have a lot of agents, whether they be new or even have been in the business a long time, where you maybe just get stuck in this weird rut where you're coming in the office and you're coming in maybe even every single day. Or say you work from home, you're going in your home office, you're sitting at the desk, and you feel busy all day, but you're like, man, I'm not closing any deals. I didn't get nothing done. Nothing done, right? So there's a super big difference between just being busy and being productive. So having a KPI tracker is super helpful to make sure that you're doing money-making activities. So what is the special sauce to your money-making activities as a realtor? Now, I will tell you, for different realtors, those can be different things. And that's why you see conflicting information out there on Instagram and on different YouTube videos, different podcasts. People will say, oh, you know, you need to door knock. And then other agents will say, door knocking is awful. Right. And then they'll say, oh, you need to send postcards. And other people will say, postcards are awful. Well, here's the thing that is the clincher. What is great is what you love doing, right? So if you hate getting on the phones, that absolutely terrifies you. You don't feel comfortable on the phones. You are going to say, cold calling is terrible. And yeah. then you're going to have somebody else that's like, what are you talking about? Like, I have a seven-figure business and I just call all day long. Well, it's because that person loves calling. They love being on the phone. They get on there, they put it on their alter ego, and they crush it on the phones because that's where they find their joy. Whereas somebody else, maybe they start started out with a door-to-door -door job where they sold vacuums or they sold uh, lawn services or they sold, or they talked about a, a political candidate. So they're super com comfortable knocking on doors and that's their happy place. They're out there in the fresh air, they're getting their sunshine, their vitamin D, and so they <laughs> love door knocking, right? So that's a crucial thing is to, before you decide what you're going to track and what you're going to do, what do you like to do? 
Yeah. And I think that there's this big misconception too, um, outside of the real estate industry that you, when you become a real estate agent, like you have to make all of these cold calls and you have to have, you know, you have to do the door knocking. Like you have to, you have to, like you just said, everybody's secret sauce is going to be different. Like for, for me, I love social media. I love connecting with people on social media. I love the fact that I can meet people that I never, ever would have met in any other situation, but for the fact that we're both moms and in this mommy group, um, or we both have, you know, rescues that we that we went and saved. I mean, like my husband and I, we were the people who didn't make it out of 2021 without a baby or a dog. So like, <laughs> you got both. <laughs> we got both, like literally 10 days apart. It was, I have a pandemic puppy, so <laughs> <laughs> it was insanity. So but but I want people to know that um, if you if you're thinking about real estate, um, going into it, exploring it. Don't let someone else's, uh, you know, uh, something, whatever it is. Bad experience, negative lenses. Or what works for them that might terrify you, like you said, um, be the thing that determines what you're going to do. You should be the one who's like, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to make this work because we're in a world where you don't have to be on the phones. You don't have to go to the mall and hand out flyers. I don't know anybody who's doing that right now. Um, And that's why I love social media so much because I can reach all of these people. I can connect with them. I can build that rapport without spending hours and hours at the office, on the phone, yada, 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 because not everybody has that time, right? Yeah, and it's so funny you mention that because I actually just had a new agent interview um, a couple days ago, and he's not a new agent. He's been in the business for like five, six years, um, but he he's like, I don't use social media at all for my business, and I don't need to, and I don't think social media is the way to build your business, and I wanted to be like, yes, it is, but I didn't because for him, he he's a talker. I talked to him for two hours. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so he's a talker. So that's what works for him. So you never, like you said, you never want to dampen somebody else's sunshine because what works for you is completely different than what works for him. And that doesn't mean one way is wrong and one way is right. But that is something important to note because I think that's another reason why 87% of new agents fail because their broker or their team lead or their mentor or the YouTube videos that they're watching says, you must do this and yeah. don't do that. And, and that's just not the right way we are humans and we don't need to fit in a little box and you know we we need to do what we love because when you're doing what you love and you're doing what brings you joy that comes through to your clients and your customers right and you're having fun and they want to be a part of it because they know you're someone that they can know like and trust because that's coming through so clearly in the conversation or maybe for you in the direct message online because those are the platforms that you feel comfortable on and obviously that they feel comfortable on too because that's where you're finding them at right absolutely yeah and the other thing since we're on social media like do you um when you're doing your annual review and you're looking at things let's talk about advertising and marketing because um I know that uh you know when you are doing Facebook ads or Google ads like you're putting money there so um do you factor that in at the end of the year when you're like okay what ads did I run this year which ones went well, which ones didn't go so well. Like, is that something? Because obviously, whatever is working, you want to do more of, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, 
You know, I like talking about this because there are some super agents out there that drop literally. I I had a conversation with a friend of mine that's a broker and he's like, Trisha, I am one nap. And this was before the pandemic happened. He's like, I am one catastrophe away from bankruptcy every month because I dropped $75,000 on advertising. And I'm like, that would stress me out so bad. I would just want to throw up like every month. Head to toe. I'm like, do you know how much I spend in social media advertising? Zero. Like, I just share my life. And I I don't spend money on Facebook ads for Trisha Dork or social media ads for Trisha Dork. Now, I do spend money for my agents on boosting their open houses to get people to it. So I think it's really important when you're talking about your marketing efforts to also be marketing in the correct way and knowing what to pay for and what not to pay for, right? So when you think about say social media, for instance, that's a relationship building tool more than a marketing vehicle, Mm -hmm. unless you have a degree in marketing and you're a professional marketing company. And so I would say in that case, if you want to, you know, market as an agent on Facebook and Instagram, there are companies like my company, Elite Realty, we use YLopo. They're a professional marketing company. They go and build out professional ads in Facebook and Instagram. They buy the third party list. They do, and they do all that stuff for you. So it's like, you know, find the companies that went to school and got the degrees and know exactly what they're doing to market so that you're spending your money wisely. Because I myself and many other agents have made that mistake where like we're just randomly boosting things and we're like, oh, I don't know why this doesn't work. Well, because you don't even know what you're doing, right? Like it doesn't have a hook. It doesn't have a headline. It doesn't have a catchy photo. Throwing spaghetti at the wall. Exactly. And again, like that's why new agents fail or people get out of the business because you're trying to spend money to make money. And there's actually a lot of ways that you can use social media and make a lot of money, like multi-millions of dollars um, for free. So, and that's called lifestyle ministry. And you see people, influencers, right? Yeah. Influencers do it all the time on Instagram and Facebook where they're just sharing. They're just showing people. They're asking people, just like we are on this podcast, step inside our lives. Like we're going to be real. We're going to be open. We're going to be vulnerable. And we're going to show you like you don't have to be this like perfect picture to be successful. You can build a great life and a great business just by being intentional each day about your KPIs and your action steps in your business and in your life. So kind of getting back to the nuts and bolts of what we're trying to, you know, teach and 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 help people understand from this from this episode would be choose the buckets you want to fill for the year. So that's where I start when I'm talking about my goals, when I'm talking about um, my key performance indicators. What buckets am I trying to fill? And that may be different for different people. So in real estate, maybe you're an agent who wants to fill the bucket of buyers. Maybe you're an agent who wants to build a team. So you're trying to fill the bucket of recruiting. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're an agent who wants to become a broker. So you're filling the bucket of education. Mm -hmm. Maybe you want a bunch of listings. So you are reaching out to a marketing company that's going to market for you. Can I, and here's another thing to remember, 
can I make ads and boost them on social media myself? Sure, you can. But a better thought would be, what's the value that I'm going to get out of spending a little bit extra to let an actual professional do it? Right. And that was a hard lesson for me to learn because, again, like we discussed before, I I grew up very poor, so I, like, never wanted to spend money. (laughs) And people were always like, you'll never be successful in real estate if you don't spend money. Now, I found a way to build a real estate empire without having to spend money, and I teach a lot of that in my Stars Academy training with how to build a social media empire for free. We don't talk about boosting ads. We don't talk about, you know, dropping all this money and just swipe ups and and different things like that. I teach you how to organically do that for free and you absolutely can. But if you're going to spend money, let the experts do it. Don't waste the money just to spend it, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that sounds like a good place to pause. Um, I'm glad that you broke that down because I know like I can't be the only person like like I said, I I've had my license for a while, um, but I'm just now coming to the place where like we're like doing it full time and like this is our life and it is going so amazing so far. Like like I said before, it is one blessing after another. Um, so I'm really looking forward to um, after the break. Let's dig a little bit deeper, um, kind of get a few more details out of you. I'm just going to squeeze you like a tube of toothpaste. Basically, I'm going to get everything <laughs> out of you that I can because that's what we're doing Um like you over the next couple weeks, Ryan and I are sitting down and we're saying, okay, let's be intentional. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're not waiting till the new year. We're saying um, today is, today's the day, carpe diem, right? And, you know, that's one thing that I always laugh at every year is people are like, okay, January 1st. I'm like, what's going to be the difference between January 31st and January 1st, except for a hangover? Like that's it. Seriously. Seriously. It's another Monday, right? It's another Wednesday. It is. I think Andy at the office said the same thing. He's like, I don't do this. I don't buy into this new year, new me crap. He's like, I'm just, I'm just it's another Tuesday. So here I am and I've got all of that. I don't know if that was a good Andy impression. Yeah. yeah, No, I, I, I got it. I totally got it. But it's true. And, and I think that if we can all stay in that mindset, you know, I have, um, I have a, a, that fitness group online and I always have girls like, oh, I only can start a program on Monday. And I'm like, why don't you start the program today? Today. Because and, and it's always this mentality like, well, because I want to eat a bunch of food and drink a bunch of wine and like do whatever I want. And then I want to start. And it's like, well, you can do that. But guess what? You're just that many more steps behind behind. Right. When yeah. you wait. And it's the same thing with setting your your business goals and your life goals. Can you wait until the first of the year? Sure. But if you write them down today and start today while it's fresh in your mind and you know what you want to accomplish and you're moving along, that just puts you that many days closer to success, right? And what that success looks like for you. Absolutely. Cool. Well, let's take a quick break and um, we'll come back and we'll have your breakdown and we'll all be ready to like totally rock out 2022. See you in 20 seconds. Give the gift of success this holiday season to a real estate professional you know with a STARS Academy gift certificate. STARS Academy believes everyone deserves success and agents, new and old, brokers, and team leaders all have used the Agent Accelerator program to boost their business. 
Gift certificates can be used toward purchasing training modules, in-person learning opportunities, and personal coaching calls. And with a money-back guarantee, your gift of success is sure to be a success. So head on over to MyStarsAcademy.com right now and get yours today. Let's accelerate your career. Welcome back to the Elite Life. Business and life talks to help you get a little better every day. Here are your hosts... Kylie and Trish. Um, wow, what a great opportunity. You know, I've had a few newly licensed agents ask me about the program, and I think I'm going to grab a gift certificate for them so they can see for themselves how impactful this program can be in their business. That's a really great idea. I was having a success call late last week with a broker friend of mine who is using the Agent Accelerator program to train her new agents because she was just spending so much time and energy having, you know, new agent come in, got to train this one. New agent come in, got to train this one. And it was just exhausting her because she was missing out on money because she couldn't work in her business like she needed to and get her listings, take care of her buyers. And she was losing out on so much time and she was struggling because again, like we always talk about trying to find that work-life balance. And when you're trying to wear all the hats, Mm -hmm. it's so hard. And to have an all-inclusive training program where you're teaching your agents, not just the nuts and bolts of of how to fill out contracts, which we do, um, but also how to build a social media empire, how to time block, how to goal set, what KPIs are, like we're talking about today, like all of these things come full circle. But, you know, it took me almost 10 years to build the Agent Accelerator program. So you're talking about an enormous time of intentional, dedicated vision into making something that I wished I had as a new agent, right? We always talk about, here's your desk, here's your phone, good luck, hope that works out. You get no training as an agent, right? Um, To being a broker and having the frustration of either I have to choose, right? I have to choose either I have trained agents or I actually work in my business. And once I was able to put this program together and just put that piece on auto drive, then I could really capitalize on the needle movers that I was, I wanted to be working in all the time, taking listings, taking buyers, doing one-on-ones, doing coaching calls, and just providing this training to everybody Because it really changes the world. When you have well-trained agents or you are a well-trained agent, you're going out into the marketplace with confidence and with a plan and with a purpose and with a mission. And that creates happy clients and easy transactions. So it's not just the broker who gets a win out of this because they have well-trained agents and they don't have to take the time to do it, but the agent gets a win because now they're confident and they are well-trained. And then the clients get a win because they have a confident, well-trained agent. And then everybody gets a win because that agent is writing offers that get accepted. They're saving time. They're saving energy. And then the listing agents get a win because they're working with a well-educated agent, right? So mm-hmm. it's it's literally making the world a better place, right? Like it's it's just so amazing. I'm so excited about it. No, I love it. And, and I think that like a large part of it, like you said, is the confidence. Where does that confidence come from? It comes from being knowledgeable. Well, when you're new, 
you're not 100% knowledgeable. You're drawing on the experience of your mentors um, and your, um, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, your coworkers, the other agents in the office, um, in order to get that kind of experience under your belt to be able to have that confidence. And with this program, you're able to access the videos all the time. I mean, the first time I wrote an offer, I used the I used the um, the video about going through the the offer, the purchase agreement, because there were a couple spaces where I was like, oh my god, what do I put here? I don't remember. And it was 10:30 <laughs> at night, right? right? So like, I didn't want to call anybody and bother them. So super awesome. Um, so head over to mystarsacademy.com for all that. So back before the break, uh, we talked about KPR, KPIs, key performance indicators, what you are looking at to measure your business growth success. So now once you have all of that data, um, like what do you do next? Like walk me through because, you know, like I said before, even though I've been involved with real estate for some time, I haven't ever like intentionally sat down and planned out my moves for business. So if you were talking to someone who was like, let's say in their first few months or their first, um, you know, year of, of being an agent, what are like three to five things that you would tell them to go home and do um, in order to make sure that they are prepared to totally rock the next year? Yeah. And actually, I want to unpack that even further because we often digress into saying new agents. But what I have found is, right, in my 18 years of real estate, there are lots and lots of agents who have these large gaps because they never had a formal training program or they never had a broker or a coach or a mentor that really took them under their wing and taught them all the different avenues of real estate and success and building an act actual business. So, you know, the national according to the National Association of Realtors, the average real estate agent only closes 5 to 6 deals a year. What? Seriously. 5 to 6 deals a year according to the National Association That's of Realtors. It's not even one a month. Not even one a month. And you're talking about agents who have been in the business for three, four, five, six years. And that's doing full time, doing like not full just part time. Yeah, because they're not equipped with the tools that they need to set these goals like we're talking about and then stay consistent and they don't have the accountability and they just they just weren't taught how to, you know, in, in real estate, this is what happens, right? I make all these calls and do all these money making activities and I get a couple clients and then I get busy in the minutia of doing a transaction, ordering title, ordering homeowners insurance, getting the mortgage ready, doing the inspection, yeah. right? And you're in the minutia, so you stop prospecting. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, now you're not getting new clients because you're busy closing the clients that you have. Well, guess what? After those clients close, don't have anybody to work with. Right, your pipeline's empty. Yeah, so I, I watched for so many years agents go on this roller coaster of like, I'm prospecting. I'm excited. I got clients. I'm, I'm in the middle of deals. I'm excited. I'm doing things. I'm closed. I spent my money. I'm broke. Now I'm in the trough of sorrow. Okay. <laughs> now, of sorrow. now I start over, right? Okay. I know I got a prospect and they go this roller coaster and that's why they only close five to six deals a year. So utilizing these KPI trackers and having a good, strong goal plan 
is important for every person, not just people in real estate, but every person in general for their life um, and, and every realtor at every stage in their business, right? So when I talk about what I do um, each year is in December, I decide the buckets I want to fill in my business and in my personal life. So okay. in my business, it might be like, let's say I'm starting out in real estate or I'm just a regular realtor. Okay. So what I would say as a realtor, the things I want to fill would be, you know, how much am I looking, how many units am I looking to close each year? How many, um, what am I looking to make for the year? Right. How much do I want to close in volume? Um, how much do I want to close in from what sources? So what I mean by that is I might say I want to get um, four clients from my kids' hockey team. I want to get six clients from my social media marketing. I want to get 10 clients from my church, right? Because we want to be intentional with where we're spending our time and when we're spending our time there, what we're doing. Yeah. So if I know that I'm a busy hockey mom and my kid's young and he doesn't drive himself, guess what? Those are the people I'm going to be around all the time. So those are the people I'm going to talk to real estate about. And those are the people I'm going to try to glean clients from. And those are the people I'm going to make sure that they know that this is what I do and they have my cards and I'm working it into conversations and I'm wearing my elite realty swag to all the games and all the things and I'm keeping it in front of them so that when somebody they know says, hey, I want to buy a house in Michigan, they're like, oh, Trisha is a realtor. She's on our team, you know, yada, yada, yada. So when I'm setting my goals and I'm thinking about what buckets I want to fill, I'm thinking about where do I spend my time Mm -hmm. and also where do I want to work? I think a lot of realtors, they get stuck in doing business where they live, which is great if you live in a high price point. But if you live in a lower price point area and you want to have bigger deals, then you might need to go outside of the neighborhood you live in and you may not know how to do that. Right. So it's deciding where do I want to do business? What price point do I want to be doing business in? And what does it look like to get there? Right. Where do I need to be at? So, for example, when I moved into this home that I'm in, this is an entirely different area than I've ever lived in. Well, it's easy for me to do business around here because this is where I'm doing life at. So I joined a gym down the street. I have gotten Kylie no less than eight clients this year from my gym. Nice. And so it's just, and all that took was going in and being a nice person at my gym, <laughs> right? Yeah, just talking to and people. just talking to people and making sure everybody knows that I do real estate. If you need help, I'm here to help. And when I say I'm here to help, I don't just say, if you ever want to buy or sell a house, let me know. I just say, I'm here to help. If you need help with anything, let me know. Other small businesses that are in my gym, like there's one girl there, she owns a dental office. So when I see her post on her social media about her dental office, I'll share it onto my page. Well, guess what? She feels reciprocity to also share my stuff, right? Yeah. So you're networking where you want to be doing business at. 
So when I'm setting up those buckets, I'm thinking, how much do I want to sell as an agent? Where do I want to sell as an agent? Because if I say I want to hit 20 units and I want that to equal $20 million, guess what? Each of my houses have to be a million dollars. Then I need to be working in an area that's million dollar real estate. Okay, well, how do I bust into that area? Well, I might need to be like Andy and join the Detroit Athletic Club where I'm around people that buy million dollar homes, right? You can't can't just arbitrarily say, I want to close 20 million in real estate this year. And then, you know, cross your fingers, close your eyes and hope you make it there. You have to have a very specific plan. I am going to make sure that I go to gyms in Birmingham so that I have Birmingham clients. I might um, go visit a couple churches in the area and even network there, right? Like, what do I like to do? If I have a dog, I might start utilizing the dog parks there, right? right? So it's spending time and doing life in the areas where you want to work. It's embedding yourself into those. Like there's um, a homeowners association that's a couple uh, subdivisions down from mine, Island Lake, and it's all three to $5 million homes. Well, guess what? They have an Instagram account. I went on and followed that Instagram account. They followed me. They asked me, for a meeting because they're looking for an agent to come in and help with their homeowners association. That's so stuff. awesome. Yeah. So now I'll get to go to all of their HOA events where they have food trucks and wine and cheese night and stuff like that because I know that this is the area that I want to work. So I'm making sure that I am digging into every facet of every subdivision around here, every place that I can do life at. And again, I do this in places that I know I will enjoy. Like I like going to the gym. So I want to go to a gym in this area. If you hate the gym, you're not going to be happy there. No, but like like right? for me, like um, you know, joining like a like a mommy group yes. that's in those cities. You don't have to live there, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's not a lot of people get like real um, you know, real concerned about like well, you know, this like fake it to make it. I don't want to. I want you. You don't have to be at that place in life in order to help people who are at that place in life. So like you were just saying, like, if for example, you want to sell like million dollar homes, you can go online. You can you can. We live in the most amazing age. I, I have a love hate relationship with the Internet. Right. So you can go anywhere on any, you know, social media platform and find mommy groups that are that are biking groups um, like people have never been more into togetherness than they are right now. And it's not always um, you know, it's not always in person, but it's also not always online. Like I know plenty of like I'm in this one mom group. It's like Michigan Mamas or something like that on Facebook. And once a month they try to have, um, you know, a meeting where everybody in like Southeast Michigan, we all meet at this park and we actually get to see each other, you know, and that's an opportunity where I might pack little snack bags with my business card in them um, or I might bring juice boxes, you know, or, or pamphlets or flowers or something or maybe I'm gonna host an event like that's another thing like if you love hosting things and you've got a nice house and you love baking and preparing like this is for you because you can have you know little seminars in your house and things like that so like again we come back to like this misconception about like what real estate is that's what I love about this job it is literally whatever I want it to be 
Absolutely. And I love all those points you made because um, if you remember a couple of weeks back, I did a webinar, um, what to do to be ready when you're ready. And it was all just teaching college students and first time home buyers what to do to get ready when you decide to buy a house. And those aren't necessarily people that are ready to buy a house today, but I'm showing the world that like, I want to provide service and I want to help other people. And people are just naturally going to gravitate towards that and be like, oh, Trisha and Kylie are good people. Like they're not charging me $5 or $10 or $50 or $100. Like I seen, I was doing some research and they have those first time homebuyer classes up to $100, right? And if you're a college student, you don't have an extra hundred bucks. You don't have to have an extra five bucks half the time, right? Right. Like I lived on ramen. (laughs) I was going to say ramen and PB&J, man. Right. That's where it's at. Absolutely. So, you know, if if you want to get clients, you can do that very easily with with no money just by doing webinars and and even when you do a webinar like I did that webinar one time, now I have that recording of that webinar. I can offer that webinar now every single week and not have to actually do anything but invite people to a Zoom and replay that webinar for them, Aww. right? And I'm just providing service, providing service. I'm building my brand, building my brand. I'm getting my name out there, getting my name out there. And to kind of like bounce back to another thing you said about like the million dollar homes, right? Like and being in the age of the internet and doing whatever you want. If you want to be known as a luxury brand, that's not very hard to do. You're making a new nice luxury logo. You're putting that luxury logo on everything. You're putting your name um, on your social media platforms as Kylie, your Lux agent, the luxury group, right? Like you get to show the world whatever you want to show them. So again, you are in the driver's seat of this. And when you set your goals, you should be setting them the same way, deciding what what does my brand look like? Who are the people I want to be interacting with? Who do I want to serve? And as we always talk about having that work-life balance. So I don't want to make 700 work goals and have no personal goals. So when I'm goal setting, I sit down and I take a day, which seems like a lot of time. And the old me, like I didn't even set goals before 10 years ago. So I totally get everybody who's listening to this. Like, yeah, I don't have time to set goals because I'm busy working on my goals because I 100% said that. I was like, (laughs) ain't nobody got time to sit down. And and I didn't want to do it for an hour or even. 30 minutes. I'm like, I do not have time for a 30 minute meeting to write down my goals with myself. I'm like, I'm too busy achieving them. And now I literally spend, I have a manifest journal I got off of Amazon and you could do it with just a notebook. And I sit down for a whole day. And what I did originally was what are a hundred things I would like to accomplish in my life before I kick the bucket? Like if I could do anything in the world, like money was not a a thing, like a Access was not a thing. If I could just choose anything I wanted, like if I want to learn Spanish, I put it down. If it doesn't, and I'm not like saying, well, I don't really have the time for this or I don't really have the time for that. I just wrote down like, what do I think would be a hundred cool things? And that's where the 52 and 52 came in. I was like, that's an amazing activity. I was like, it would be so cool to get 52 medals in one year. Like how cool would that be? And I didn't think about like, how will I get there or what will that look like? I just said, that would be a cool thing to accomplish, right? I thought it would be an amazing thing to accomplish running a marathon because only 0.01% of the world runs a marathon each year. And only 1% of the U.S. 
run it in their lifetime. So I'm like, how cool would that be to be a, like a part of You're that? You're a one percenter. I'm a one percenter. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, think about those things. Like, what do you just think would be so cool to achieve and write those down and then spend some time thinking about, okay, out of this giant list of a hundred things, what are three or even just one? And like some people call it their misogi, right? Like what is that one thing that if you accomplished it this year, you're like, man, I kicked butt this year, right? So like pick that one or those three like really big, hairy, audacious goals that you're like, I have no idea how I will get here, but I think it would be really cool to do them. And then think of like, you know, five to 10 other smaller goals that like they feel hard. They're going to push you because here's the other thing, right? Like you will rise to whatever level you set for yourself. Absolutely. So there was a time in my life where we moved into a new house and the movers brought in an elliptical and I was like, you can put that under the stairs. I'm not even a joke. Like I work out. Like I did not work out. I did not run five steps. Like (laughs) I lived off a frozen pizza. There was zero of these things. And like I went from living off a frozen pizza and not running down the stairs (laughs) to running a marathon and doing 52 competitions. So not getting so caught up in the the minutia and the details of how do I get there, not letting yourself overthink things, just saying like, what do I think would be really cool to do? And then reverse engineering that, right? So I'm like, okay, I have these like one to three big things. I have this five to 10 like medium sized things. And then I reverse engineer that. So it's like, okay, here's my yearly goals, business and personal. Here is what I'm going to do each quarter, right? So break it down into quarters. So you know, okay, first quarter this, second quarter this, third quarter this, fourth quarter this. Then, okay, what am I going to do each month? And then, all right, we start breaking it down to yearly. And then we just go to work filling those buckets yeah and then I mean it seems like it seems so big like you're like I want to do 52 52 but like once you set your mind on that literally it was I mean the training I don't want to say it was no work but finding those competitions was super easy yeah yeah I just each month I would put on my google plan next month's activities and realistically I only needed to do one thing a week like you can always do one thing a week. Yeah, you can't do one thing, you know. <laughs> it was one thing a week. Like, it seems huge, but it really broke down to one thing a week. Well, right? thanks so much for sharing that. I'm super pumped. I'm very inspired. I need to do a brain dump, uh, which... Brain dump? Yeah, so it's the same thing as kind of like a regular dump where you get all the crap out of your body, <laughs> except... You're putting ideas on paper instead of the other thing. So I'm going to go home. Um, I'm going to make Ryan do it, too. I don't care how tired he is. He went pheasant hunting all day yesterday. So, like, he's poop. But, like, I know a few things a that I want to do. Talk. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Here we are. So I've decided that my 2022 is going to be the year of memory. So I'm super excited to share with everybody and, you know, just get everything going. And ah, it was awesome. Let's do this. Yay. All right, cool. Well, I think that's it for right now. Uh, don't forget for to, joining. yeah, don't forget to head over to mystarsacademy.com for everything you need on how to accelerate your business and make more money. Um, and we are going to see you next week with a fresh episode full of grit, grace, and real estate. See you then. We thank you so much for joining us today on the Elite Live with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend and drop us a five-star review so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit, 
Grace and Real Estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, or check out our YouTube channel, The Elite Life Podcast. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy.